0: alan on politics america will never
1: be a socialist country together we'll stand divided we'll fall socialism is democracy and democracy is socialism Get on the and
0: together. hello welcome again to Allen on politics and that was the usual intro bit with music from can heat Today, we have a guest for an interview, and our guest is Jacob True of the Democratic Socialists of America. He's the treasurer here in our local chapter in Lane County, Oregon, and he was also a delegate to the National Convention, which he's going to be speaking about. So, first of all, I'd just like to know a little bit about you, Jacob. How did you get involved in the DSA?
1: Well, um, I got involved through the, um, uh, the Bernie campaign. Uh, that, that sort of engaged me quite a bit there. Uh, but uh, in general, um, um, you know, I, I follow along with the, the precepts of the organization. Uh, DSA is, of course, the, uh, the largest uh, and the foremost uh, socialist organization in the United States. They've been around since the 80s and have grown quite a bit in the last, um, last few years. Uh, my, my entry point was through um, deaf advocacy. Uh, my daughter uh, happens to be uh, deaf, so uh, I was seeing the good work that uh, DSA was was um, doing for everybody, and you know, coming into it through that angle, um, uh, was uh, happy to uh, come in and and uh, give a hand. Um, uh, DSA in general uh, stands for the precepts of um, uh, you know democracy, not only um, uh, politically but economically so you know uh, right now the the rich of the country have an awful lot of uh, uh influence over just about everything and so we're trying to you know um, uh, level the playing field and help the the working class and and help uh, everybody get a fair fair uh, shake shake of things so. okay so um very much
0: associated these days since the bernie sanders first presidential campaign with the kind of platform that bernie has would you say there's any significant differences between what Bernie has been promoting and what the DSA would like to see implemented in the United States? Uh,
1: there, 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 are definitely differences um, um, between uh, what Bernie stands for and what we do, but they're 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 not uh, all all that all that significant. Uh, one of the um, one of the things that came out of the the, the convention most recently is that now uh, DSA has been uh, has put forward a national platform this is fairly exciting because before we'd, we'd been uh, operating without sort of an individual national platform and now it's being promulgated and we're, we're, we're taking a look at it and seeing what we can do, seeing what we can do, um, um, seeing, seeing what we can do uh, with that. Okay.
0: Uh, that's the main reason I invited you on today is to talk about the national convention because I think probably a lot of people who would be watching this show are aware of the democratic socialists of america but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily know what's been going on in it lately so a couple of months ago already it's uh was august first week of august that there was mm-hmm. a week-long convention and that was done by zoom sure. by entirely or primarily or
1: uh, in, entirely by zoom uh, it was uh quite an undertaking and I'm, I'm proud of the organization for for pulling that off because we managed to uh uh do everything you know with roger's uh Robert's rules of order. Rules of order um, <laughs> uh, on Zoom, which was uh, uh, yeah, it yeah, sounds like quite an undertaking. Two thousand uh, delegates uh, from all across the country simultaneously, and boy, howdy, it was uh, a yeah, uh, uh, it was a it was a technical challenge, and I'm I'm proud of the organization for pulling it off. So so
0: it came off well.
1: It, it did. You know, th- there were a little uh, technical hiccups at the beginning, of course, uh, as with everything. But yeah, uh, we're all learning. Uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm very hopeful that uh, going forward we'll be able to use uh, what we learned there for. So we'll be able to have even more inclusive um, when we go back to uh, in-person conventions like we did. Okay. Before.
0: What would you say are the main takeaways from the convention that you'd like to share with a larger audience? Like, what did they accomplish? What are they aiming at? Um, what decisions were they faced with? That kind of
1: stuff. Well. Um, um, uh, the, the big areas that uh, resolutions passed um, uh, that the convention were uh, for oh racial please. justice, including reparations, mass oh abolition oh of police, um, uh, supporting voting rights, establishing DSA as multiracial and anti-racist, and defense of immigrants and refugees. Um, other areas included uh, for eco-socialism, for the green, supporting the Green New Deal, and, uh, and uh, just a moment. That's okay i uh, got kids kids in the background. Sorry about that. That's a good sound. I it's miss true. it. It's true. Um, for, for, the, uh, uh, for other areas, uh, 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 resolutions in support of Medicare for all, and uh, one that's near and dear to my heart and, and appropriate for what we just heard, uh, child care, preschool for all. That's so it. a
0: lot of that platform actually sounds very similar to the progressive uh,
1: wing of the Democratic Party. It's true, yeah. There's a, there is a lot of uh, overlap, and and indeed we do have members of uh, DSA or DSA supported uh, uh, members in the House uh, in the, uh, the House of Representatives.
0: Oh yeah. But, yeah.
1: Uh, one of the one of the 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 big areas that uh, and we we're just coming towards uh, electoralism. Um, one of the big areas of discussion is how we uh, as the DSA relate to elected officials, because, you know, some of the folks that we support and are closely associated with, uh, aren't necessarily in the DSA proper. Um, and, you know, how the DSA should relate to elected officials that have, you know, had a lot of support with the DSA before, um, there were resolutions to, uh, uh, have you know before before we uh, endorse a candidate have them be um, you know say that hey we we are part of the dsa we are socialist we are um, you know eager uh, we will conform to the platform that sort of thing um, and yeah uh, none of those resolutions to more directly tie the candidates to a socialist platform passed okay what, what was the resistance to that the big part of the resistance uh, was local concerns. Um, so if folks, you know, because we are a national organization, tying folks to the national platform, um, every single person that's running or every single person that we're supporting, um, you know, folks overall decided that we'd rather have the flexibility to decide on the local level um, before pushing a more national, you know, framework onto everybody.
0: So the general uh, idea is that elected officials should be responsive to their local constituency because they represent a larger group than just whatever group they're affiliated with. It sounds like that's been a problem both of the left in general for a couple hundred years, maybe it's a hundred true. years ago. So.
1: It's true, and and uh, part of the part of the reason why I, you know ultimately ended up agreeing with, uh, with that uh, sentiment, is that I feel like we need to build on a local level first to have that kind of base of support before we start saying, okay, you know, person who's gotten to the national level, you have to conform to the platform exactly. Um, it also ties into the, the dirty break versus clean break with the Democratic Party.
0: Okay, you're gonna to have to explain that to people. Yes,
1: yes. So, so that's that's been a um, uh, uh, a topic of discussion in the DSA for a while now. So, whether or not the DSA should just break completely away and say, okay, we're we're not gonna, you know, support folks running under the Democratic, you know, party line or whatever party line, and only run people on a, um, you know, a Labor Party or you know whatever sort of line that would be like like a, like a party. So if we were to do that, that would be a clean break. Just say, OK, we're done. Um, a dirty break, which is what the organization is, is promoting now, is that we'd still run people as necessary per local conditions under the Democratic Party line, if it makes sense. Uh, for example, uh, right now, uh, for mayor of Buffalo, New York, uh, Democratic Socialist, uh, India Walton, um, I believe that's her name, uh, apologies if I got that wrong, uh, is uh, currently the, on the Democratic Party line for um, uh, for mayor. And uh, they won the primary and uh, they have the support of the, uh, the state organization, uh, state Democratic Party organization, as I believe. Um, and it's it's quite exciting, but the prior mayor who was also a Democrat who lost the primary is writing a write-in campaign against her to, um, To to become, yeah, to stay as mayor, so it's it's still a challenge because it feels like even when, uh, um, you know, the DSA folks do run um, and and win the primary to to be um, on the Democratic line, the establishment still is pushing back against us. So, oh no, kidding. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, running on the Democrat. Of course, he never identified himself as a Democrat. He just caucuses with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's sort of the the, the, the the intrinsic challenge and part of you know what we've been grappling with as, as an organization about how we should go forward with that. Uh, how was that
0: conversation or that debate about sticking with the Democratic Party or I guess leaving it open to local conditions versus making a break with the Democratic Party and supporting maybe some other party or creating a new party? How was that debate? Is it like really heated? Do people have a real strong opinion or does everybody oh, yeah. feel conflicted?
1: Well, there are definitely folks with strong opinions about it. Um, you know, one, one of the, um, um, you know, there, there, are, there are, you know, folks that aren't associated with the Democratic Party or, you know, any of the, the big two parties uh, that have won, you know, like uh, 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 Kashama Sawant up in uh, um, Seattle is a city council member who ran on a socialist alternative who's not associated directly with DSA, but, um, you know, as a socialist and has won and has done some good things up there. Um, so supporting them, um, um, and, and other, other people, you know, on a, on a different line other than Democrats, you know, does, you know, it, it makes sense to me, but to go back to your question, which is if there's a lot, been a lot of, um, you know, discussion about it, whether there's some heated positions on both sides, that's definitely for sure. I mean, DSA is, it's a, it's a large organization. We're very nearly at, you know, hundred thousand individuals all across the United States that are dues-paying members. So... Now, there there's there's a spectrum you know and and right now we, we're still we're still you know I don't want to go into the details but but the the, the, the vote was pretty close. That's I a know lot of
0: ambivalence.
1: Yeah, yeah you know it's it's close to to wanting you know, and I know there are a lot of yeah, there are a lot of folks that want to just say okay we're, we're done with the Democrats they've been captured but um, you know, I'm, I'm on the side of whatever works in the local area, And, you know, whatever works to get folks that have, you know, uh, socialist or progressive views into office so they can start doing some good, uh, is still the right way to go. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, but it's a challenge. It really is. So people may not know this, but um, the
0: strategy of working through representative politics democratic mm-hmm. politics not in the big d democratic party sense but in the sense of working through parties has really been the main tradition of socialism all through its history there's it's been other traditions revolutionary mm-hmm. more direct revolutionary like not through the political process but by strikes or just taking over factories back away when we we're oh, yeah. all working in factories uh, other strategies but the main one has always been trying to create democratic voting rights and vote working class parties into power and then move towards socialism, whatever people define that as, I think. Mm-hmm. Took, took a while to get a clear vision of that and it's still pretty hazy. But here in the United States, we deal with a two party system and a yeah. voting system that makes it very difficult
1: for other parties to thrive. So it's a conundrum. Yes, yes. I mean, the fact that we have a first past the post system here in the United States, where it is winner-take-all, On if you get 50 plus one, you know, you, you take it, and it doesn't matter, you know, who, you know, or plurality.
0: So essentially, you got a, a two bad choices, yep. which everybody is familiar with, who's mm-hmm. disenchanted with the Democrats. Either you support the Democrats and watch them drift toward the so-called center, or you support a third party, lose, and perhaps get a Republican into office, and these days, the Republicans are not just rightists, they're like <laughs> far right, with uh, some sympathy terrifying. for fascism. I would say, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I'd agree with that.
0: Is, has there been discussion when they were discussing the platform about changing voting methods? That would be seem oh, yes. to be something at a local
1: level, which would be important. Yes, uh, for sure. Um, uh, in in the platform and in going towards a more, you know, like ranked choice voting, uh, uh, border, you know. Single choice, ranked vote, the Scottish system, any, any of those would be preferable to what we have right now. And I know there are a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of discussion over which would be better. Um, and I'd be happy to talk about that. <laughs> happy to talk about that. But frankly, any of those would be better than what we have right now. My 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 sort of not speaking as the organization, but speaking as as myself. You know the. Uh, um, the push towards trying to get as 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 leftwards as, as a as a person as we can possibly get in the primary, and then supporting them and going from there, I feel like that's the right thing to do immediately. But by building an organization at the local level and then pushing it upward from there as a third party or as an alternative to the the Democrats, I, I think makes a lot of sense too.
0: There are hopeful signs. I mean, that people want change in the voting system. You got a couple of big states, California in particular, moving to a top two, where you get people in the same major party running against each other, and also the movement for ranked choice as well. I was kind of surprised that you didn't say there was. They put ranked choice voting in the platform because that's the oh, one do. that seems to have momentum.
1: Um, I'd have to go back and look at the platform again. Um, like I said, it's notable that this is the first time that we have a platform. Is it long? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it like is quite. It is quite one long. One of those it, platforms that
0: you have to spend 15 minutes
1: uh,
0: going uh, through.
1: Pretty close, and and part of the part of what uh, happened is that you know uh, uh, this is the first year that we've had a platform, and what we're doing before starting to you know commit candidates to to follow it is making sure that all the local chapters get a chance to look at it, you know discuss it and go forward and make changes if we need to before we start committing you know saying okay if you're endorsed by dsa you have to follow the platform um <laughs> it is it is uh slightly interesting to me that you know it's, this is the first year that we've had a platform and it's also the first year that uh republicans haven't done it at all <laughs> notably at their at their latest convention they said "Yeah, we don't need a platform we're good so it's yeah. kind of like
0: I we know. got der fear
1: yeah pretty much
0: that's all we need yeah um so thinking about the the voting thing, I I noticed you were saying people have a lot of different preferences, and that's been my sense of what the hang-up is, is that uh, there's, uh, you know, ranked choice voting isn't a perfect system. It's significantly better than what we have, but there's always discussion about, well, can we get even better than ranked choice voting? Like Mm -hmm. here locally, all the ferment around star voting, a fairly new system. So was your impression that that discussion was kind of held back by people, uh, not being able to decide or, or agree among themselves which way to go on that? Or was it more like, uh, okay, there's a lot of ways to go. We're going to let the locals do what makes sense to get something passed in their area.
1: Well, I, I know that, that at the convention, um, you know, uh, in terms of a process discussion um, there, there was a lot of, you know, what kind of ranked choice voting, because one of the things that happens at the convention is the national political committee who makes decisions in between the, 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 you know, the, the conventions that are held every two years, um, we vote on and elect folks to serve on that committee that functions as a you know, decision-making body when we can't get everybody, all, all the delegates together and make our, you know, um, our plans for every two years. So I bring that up um, because the, there, there was a lot of discussion over how exactly we would do the, the, the National Political Committee uh, votes so uh, the the big discussion was the border system versus um, uh, uh, SRV, which is Scottish ranked voting, um, you know, and and how the particulars of that would actually would actually work. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion over which ranked choice voting system is the best, and I'm you know personally my personal opinion is like any of them would be better than what we have right now. So I just want to go forward. that as opposed to you know uh, uh, crippling over which one is better but I know there are folks with strong opinions over which ranked choice voting system would be preferable but
0: I find that frustrating as well but I don't really know how to break that (laughs) as one of those things that you have trouble getting around were there any other major decisions coming out of this convention that you think are
1: notable Yes, um, uh, what, you know, I, I touched on uh, the racial justice, eco-socialism, medical education, electoralism, um, yeah, which we talked on quite a bit just now. Um, uh, the the two other big areas that I really want to touch on is, uh, of course, the DSA has great support for labor, and a lot of our members come from labor. But uh, one of the the areas that we passed a resolution in support of our, is tenant organizing, which is. Uh, instead of you know workplace organizing, which we're all familiar with uh, when we think of uh, workplace unions, is organizing tenants in a building, um, um, you know, to come together and and support you know um, uh, their shared interests against you know a landlord or a property management company, that sort of thing. So that's another way to organize the working class, so we'll be able to exert power. Um, so I, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and there's there's activity on the local level and regional level on that area as well because you know as as you know with with how fragmented everything is and not a lot of folks are you know working in a factory or you know uh, uh, together on on that sort of level organizing by where you live is another way that people can come together for shared Mm -hmm. interests so I'm, i'm i'm eager about that and the other the other area that we passed a resolution on was um internationalism which is committing to you know international socialist solidarity And uh, with, you know, uh, other, other countries, Latin America, across the, across the, uh, across the world, you know, um, yeah, um, uh, joining with other, um, like the Sao Paulo forum and that sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited about that. And um, I'm proud of the organization for saying that, you know, like, uh, 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 I'm proud of the organization for for us um, uh, coming together and being able to say that you know, hey, we we are a you know uh, a democratic socialist organization, and we should associate with other you know mm-hmm. democratic socialist organizations across the world. So,
0: I, I imagine there already is an international organization because socialism didn't completely die out in Europe.
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: <laughs> kind of yep. the way it went underground in the United States for a long time.
1: Yes, yeah, in fact yeah. all
0: these developments are shocking to me because you know, I'm used to I was a teen in the 60s and there was a lot of talk about socialism. and all of a sudden in the 70s, everything went underground. Uh, Michael Harrington, who' was one of the founders of the Democratic Socialist America, tried to keep it alive, But then right after he founded it, shortly after he died, yeah. I, I, this uptick in interest in socialism and the uptick in membership of the DSA, Is a major thing, I I would say.
1: I I mean I mean it's just the biggest part is the changes of the conditions on the ground. You know, inequality just keeps getting worse and worse and worse in this country. And it's it's you know, people are 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 struggling, you know, all all over. And and you know, you can you can see just from the pandemic, you know, somehow with all of the, the problems that have been you know happening in the world and all the supply chain disruptions and everything else, somehow the rich just keep getting richer and richer. And and you know poor folks, yeah, poor folks, working class folks, you know everybody else, you know, our, our life's just keep, keep keep getting harder. it's like the way we're doing it right now just doesn't make any sense. So you know on the uh, you know, I, I was uh, I was seeing you know about ten years ago Occupy Wall Street happened. You know the anniversary of that. So I know that that was part of the sort of seeding of of um, you know interest in socialism and in generally exerting working class power. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah.
0: the the semi-predictable crises of capitalism like mm-hmm. in 2008 i think the uh the sense of triumphalism with the neoliberals when mm-hmm. socialism you know the soviet union broke up and they thought okay this ideology is dead and now capitalism is going to reign but then you always run into these financial crises and people realize that this system doesn't work very well for them yeah Another thing I noticed when you were talking about this earlier, um, not not on this show, but when I heard you speaking before when we conversed, is the buildup of the infrastructure of the DSA. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's becoming more established, and um, I would imagine the membership is not growing as fast as it initially did after Bernie's run, but it's still growing, and uh, finances are doing well, so you're able to hire people, and Offices. So, what's going on in that area?
1: Oh, yeah. So, so uh, these were more sort of internal, internal uh, differences here. Uh, uh, but to touch on those, um, uh, some other resolutions that passed are to support for establishing local offices um, uh, uh, for organizations that that want to establish more of an, a local office presence, and uh, to uh, uh, support setting up of state organizations. Because one of the problems is, you know, we've been so we, I wouldn't say problem, but the way that we um, have been set up are are you know very much local. For example, there's Eugene DSA and there's Portland DSA and there's Salem DSA, but there isn't a Oregon DSA. So to set up, you know, like a like a like a statewide organization that helps, you know, support statewide candidates, you know, would would be very helpful. Because right now my focus is on um, you know, uh, city council, Eugene-related things, and not as much on Oregon-wide uh, uh, activities. If we had an Oregon DSA, that would help us. You know, uh, that would help us refocus in that area. Um, that's th- that uh, resolution supporting that did pass, and um, so we'll be uh, uh, we'll be uh, uh, looking forward to to working working with our other uh, uh, chapters in the state to. To, to is support. that
0: going to be completely new or have they been networking with each other the different local areas in a state do they have they been in communication? I would hope so it's
1: certainly we've certainly been in communication before, but uh, what, what the resolution was is having national support, establishing statewide organizations more so giving it
0: the institutional support that it needs. That's right, that's right.
1: So that's
0: the infrastructure for... the, the word of the time of the <laughs> that's, that's for sure. So you
1: passed an infrastructure bill. Yeah, so You're doing I'm, better I'm, than Joe Biden. It, it's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah. Uh, part of my uh my focus has been to pay more, a lot more attention to the local issues because the national <laughs> level things have been so frustrating. But uh,
0: uh, yeah, well, it's so, it's a good way to start too, especially if you're trying to get people involved in it beyond the usual. You know, mm-hmm. the folks that the easy picking folks. You got to move beyond people to people that are not that as familiar with or interested in socialism and get them mm-hmm.
1: involved. Yeah, I'm 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 very excited uh, in the in the concept of you know back in the um the the earlier part of the last century there were there were plenty of socialist you know mayors you know it's called sewer socialism you know which was you know uh, uh, focusing in on just trying to fix local problems like sewers you know that kind of thing Uh and uh, that's the kind of thing I'd love to see more of yeah that's part of why I brought up you know (laughs) a mayoral candidate. I remember
0: my history. There was a socialist in Congress in -hmm. the U.S. House. That's right. Of course, they have been since then. They just yes. haven't been members of a party, mm-hmm. usually Democrats. Yeah. So there, if ahead. people want to contact the DSA, find out more, um, find out how to join, what's the best way to do it? I imagine the
1: website. Yeah, the website's absolutely the best way to do it. That's um, uh, the Eugene uh, DSA. Yeah. So dsaeugene.org uh, is the best way. Um, and you can get uh, contact information from there. You can sign up to our email um um you sign up to our, our our emails and start coming to our our meetings um it, it's it's been challenging as as a lot of uh, uh folks are, have been re- uh, realized uh, with the uh, meeting in person with the, under covid restrictions um so we do zoom meetings or we meet uh, uh yeah, socially distanced yeah outside locations that kind of thing so if
0: you're watching this you should be able to access it you got a That's computer right, right? um so that's the local, but what about national? If anyone's watching this from somewhere else, national
1: is dsa.org? Uh, DSA USA. Uh, Ooh, DSA Dot org. So that's the, uh, the best way to get there. And you can find out what chapters are in your local area, or if you just want to support, um, uh, you can, you can join as an at-large member and, um, uh, there, there's an entire at-large, co- uh, um. You know, uh, membership, uh, as well for folks that are far no away chapter in the area, no chapter in the area. It's, uh, hard to find that nowadays because there are chapters all over the place, but, um, yeah. And if you Start find, a, and if you find <laughs> uh, if you find, uh, some, some folks in your area that are interested in starting up a chapter, we're, we're starting up new chapters every man, every, um, uh, feels like every week or two now, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, I was just in a regional regional call with some other folks. And yeah, there, there's plenty up in Alaska. There's you know, all, over the, all over the place. So exciting.
0: Well, thank you very much. We're running out of time now. This is uh, Jacob True from the Democratic Socialists of America, giving us an update on what's happening with that. Thank you very much. And maybe we'll
1: keep in touch going forward to see how things are evolving. Uh, thanks for the opportunity and, and uh, had a lovely time. Appreciate it.